What is happening, my fellow geeks and geekettes? Welcome to Geeks and Geekettes. Now, this is a very uh, special episode because this is the first episode on Rui's YouTube channel. That's right, it is. How are you, my friend? Not bad, not bad. We have got a lot of stuff to talk about because a lot has happened since the previous podcast. So, yeah. previous podcast was the final one on my channel and um, now jump ship over to your channel. Yeah. So, apart from this, what else are you going to be doing on your channel? Oh, just the the usual stuff, speed paintings and all that. I'm launching a Patreon soon, so you guys can help support and get more videos out and more podcasts. Hopefully, so yeah. Perfect, man. Um, so today's topics we've got three off the top of my head. We've got Shazam, Avengers: Infinity War, and our little date night that we had to <laughs> the uh, the Pacific Rim Uprising Q and A here in Sydney and we also got to see the first 13 minutes of the film and two clips as well as meet uh, John Boyega, Scott Eastwood and the director of the film. Yeah, that was surreal. That was cool. That was really, really cool. Um, in terms of what you saw of the film so far, what did you think compared to the first one? I watched the first one uh, again the next day yep. after coming back from it. Um, oh, look, I can't say much. I really like the designs it turns it looks like they've like completely turned the saturation up in the whole movie because oh, yeah. i realized how dark the first pacific rim mm. was in terms of like saturation um look i don't know like it it looks fresh it looks it looks different yeah. so I, i'm not gonna go in expecting it to be exactly like the first one because it looks like they've revamped a couple things. like, And you don't have Del, Del Toro here this yeah. time around, so obviously visually it's going to be a bit different. Yeah. Um, but from what I saw, it looked great. So like I said, we had the first 13 minutes, which were great, jam-packed, it was funny, and then they showed us a clip because a lot of people may not know um, it was filmed here in Sydney. So we got to see, a, right, yeah. we got to see a clip where it was this, this scene was purely based in the Sydney CBD with two Jaegers on Pitt Street yeah on Pitt Street with two Jaegers handing each other's nutsacks to one another <laughs> <laughs> and we had um, Rock'em Sock'em live in Sydney yeah like you know town halls getting smooshed and everything and the whole crowd is going nuts we it's, loved it there's something about seeing our city being destroyed In we, we say that with love because we we're, we're being involved and we're helping yeah we're helping we're helping, <laughs> we're helping by giving them a battlefield that's exactly right um, we're providing them a service yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> so not only that we also got to see a clip from Tokyo and the funny thing is they didn't step foot in Tokyo no, they At filmed all. a lot of it here in the Gold Coast, wasn't it? The Gold Coast as well, yeah. Fox Studios. Fox Studios and up on the Gold Coast because the director said they can't get permits to close down roads in Tokyo. So they got some plate shots, like just aerial shots yeah. for reference, I guess, for the CGI. And then they just had to build the whole thing from the ground well, I guess, up. I guess that most of that fight is CGI, so... Oh God, I, I, I doubt that. I'd like to know what small percentage is even practical. Yeah. I guess it's when they're in the Jaegers... That apparently yeah, they, 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 said were, they that, were sets. That whole area was was practical. It was like built on a gimbal, so they could move and get a feel for it. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, man, that was a great night. I'm actually really keen to see it. Yeah, um, me too. And we got to see. I got to see Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. Um, I'm not. Have, I'm not. I don't have my hopes up for that. No, I've heard a lot of mixed things. Yeah. Some people, like the the big guys that I follow on YouTube, Jeremy who do. Jones. Yeah, they 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 said it was pretty good. They said it started off great and then ended. 
Yeah, something something went askew towards the end. I'm it actually just... keen to see what went askew. Yeah, I'm just like, what does does Drake come into it or what's going? Drake on? shows up. Oh my god! Imagine that, <laughs> man. I'd wet my duds. Um, I'm going to see Ready Player One next oh, week. Guess, yeah, the premieres um, next Wednesday night. They always have these things every Wednesday, like on a Wednesday, like what we went to. Oh, is it always on a Wednesday? Oh, that's right, yeah. Movies yeah. come out on a Wednesday. It's yeah, I had the, um, I was supposed to go to the Tomb Raider premiere on Wednesday night, but I've just, you know, been swamped with orders and, sure. um, I've seen, good job on the cars, uh, man. Thanks, man. Getting there. But, um, yeah, so what else we got to talk about? What do you want to talk about? Uh, Shazam or Infinity War first? We'll leave Infinity War for last because yeah. I feel like by the time this podcast comes out, we're, the trailer would have been out by now. Oh yeah, for sure. So we don't know what the trailer is. We've only I've only seen I don't know. Have you seen the teaser for the trailer? It just says tomorrow. Yeah. With the giant A. And I just saw some a little bit of like that uh Thanos' ship crashing through a building or something. Oh I didn't see that. I didn't stick around. I only saw it going through my news feed. It's, it's, it wasn't that like Yeah. They're just stand like out. teaser of a teaser of a it's teaser. The same shot every time of Tony Stark taking off his goddamn glasses, looking into the sky. I'm sick of that. He looks shot. like David Caruso from CSI <laughs> Miami. After he does that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Avengers look yeah. <laughs> It's introducing them all in Thanos. <laughs> But um, Shazam. Shazam. So all the set photos are officially, well, not officially, they're, they're starting to all leak and surface and you think they'd put an official photo up by now? Exactly. Like you've seen, we've seen the full suit already. And yeah. People are skeptical about it because of the padding underneath. Why not show the official photo and say, look, everything's going to be okay. This is what it looks like. Well, that's the thing. And, and you got to take into account that, you know, usually they release an official photo of how the suit is going to look in the film with yeah. filters and what, if there's any CGI maybe on the lightning bolt on his chest. Yeah, yeah. Um, I doubt it because I didn't see any motion capture dots mm. on his suit at all. But then these photo, these set photos leak and the suit just looks very plain janks. It's in broad daylight, no yeah. controlled lighting, no nothing. Mind you, it's still a great interpretation of yeah. the suit. Oh, it's, no, it's very faithful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just like I, I expected a bit more, and we talked about this before we we started the, this morning. The muscle suit, the muscle suit just doesn't look right. It looks awkward. It looks like someone got a flex design muscle suit for cosplay and just put a bodysuit over it's it, got like it like just the, the, the turtle shell belly, you know, the, the bat fleck belly, the the bodybuilder, yeah, belly where like it's like bloated roids, but it's it's got abs on it, so it <laughs> looks like a turtle shell. <laughs> He's like Ronnie Coleman. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. it's weird. It's like. I don't know, I feel uncomfortable like looking at it. Yeah, sometimes. like there's a sh- there's a set photo of him sitting down in a car or like in a roofless car or something like that and his belly is just <laughs> sticking out like mine does after six beers. <laughs> <laughs> um, but apart from that, like he, I, I think he's a great choice from the for the role. Obviously, people were skeptical oh, at first. Like his his uh, personality and his charisma just works. Yeah, so absolutely. Well with with Shazam, it's just I wish the the costume oh i i have faith that they'll fix the costume but you know warner brothers isn't on the best role no look and you know all things aside it is a neat looking costume i would like to know who made it of course it's going to eventually come out who made the costume whether Mm. it be Ironhead or whoever it could be based in the uk like the same mob who did the justice league suits um 
and there's also um, set photos of him up against Mark Strong. You know, yeah, the actor Mark Strong. So he looks very faithful to the comic book. Everything yeah. looks very faithful to the comic book, which is which absolutely. Is I haven't read. Actually, I haven't read anything of Shazam. Neither. Yeah, all I know of Shazam is from video games because I've never been like that big of a Shazam fan. He looked a bit too cheesy for, for me. I think, I think, yeah, but I think that's totally the idea though, because it's mm. a kid. Yeah. Has, so, so it's well, I feel like I feel like they're probably going to go for a, a Thor Ragnarok vibe on this movie. In terms of the humor and tone. Yeah. 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 Definitely, you have to with that kind of story structure. Um, a mythology of a kid turning into a full-grown man. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. There's definitely got to be humor. Take a lot of cues from Big. Oh yeah. They really should. Definitely. Or like, <laughs> um, suddenly thirty. Or like, yeah, like he he wakes up and he's like in this muscly grown man body. Mm, exactly. Um, but the, I I like the suit for the most part. I just wish the red part of it, even though it is a textured body suit. Mm. I don't know. I just I wish it had. Just a bit more, bit more depth to it instead of. It's very vibrant. It's just like a flat red, but yeah, like a yeah. vibrant red. Yeah, look, it, it looks like it looks like a cosplayer, mm. but a really damn good cosplayer <laughs> has done it. Like it's just, it's it's flawless. Yeah. Like it's neat, but um, it still looks like a like a ch- not a cheap costume, but it's not like a grounded costume. Like if you've got Man of Steel, you've got Superman's costume, who's got all those like scales and there's the Kryptonian like the plating underneath yeah. um, like I'm thinking now if I saw him standing next to the Justice League you'd be like he sticks out like a sore thumb yeah exactly yeah because you've got you've got Aquaman's costume which is like this really cool like they're all very dark gladiator. yeah yeah. And, and Batman but then you've got this like bright shining <laughs> standing out like the first person who's going to get attacked is Shazam for yeah. sure because they're just going to see red and exactly yeah. like like you know you look at the Flash's costume it's not over the top like yeah, in the comics Flash, it's, it's like... dulled down a bit yeah. but I'm guessing like we can't compare Justice League to Shazam because completely different story completely different characters but you know we just got to try and learn to trust DC or Warner Brothers I trust DC I don't know about Warner Brothers that's it famous last words yeah um but apart from that, like, when's it supposed to come out? Next year. Okay. Because we've got Aquaman coming out. This That's year. the end of the year. We got Deadpool two in May. Deadpool two. That's getting so close. Yeah. We've got. Um, there's something else coming out in May. What else we got? So we got Infinity War at the end of next month. Yeah. Um, and uh, did you see Black Panther cross the one billion dollar mark? Two point one billion. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Are you serious? I'm pretty sure. It's beat The Dark Knight in like of all time in terms of yeah, box office takings, which is it's crazy, but it's good to see. <laughs> um, I want to know like how they're going to do the sequel because no pressure, no pressure, yeah, at all. If Ryan Coogler comes back and the cast, oh, he'll be fine. Back. Oh yeah, he's a great director. Yeah. Did you like Creed? I, Creed was one of my favorite movies. Like, Creed was great. It was it, like at first I thought, oh, it's just like a cash cow for the Rocky franchise. But, yeah, that's what I thought too when I heard about it. Mm. I was like, why are they doing this? Why are they bringing this all of a sudden into it? And it's, out of all the Rockies, this might be, yeah, it's my second favorite Rocky. First it's actually is, my favorite. <laughs> my first is Rocky Four when he fights Russian. Drago? Yeah, I can Drago. That would break fact, you. I love it. I love it so much. So you know it's his, it's Drago's son. Yeah. First in Creed and Creed Two. I don't know if Kugler's coming back. No, but... he's not. Oh, bugger. He's a producer. Okay. Well, that's, that's kind of good. Yeah. He'll be there as a consultant as well, Sly I guess. Sly wrote the script. No way. Yeah. 
he was great in Creed. Yeah. He yeah, like, made me cry, dude. Yeah, yeah, he hit a lot of emotional beats He's, in that. This in that guy's movie. been part of our like childhood. Mm. Like we grew up like with him, Arnie, and Bruce Willis being like the action heroes, and a bit of Van Damme. Yeah, I was on the end of Van Damme. Oh, Van Damme is Van Damme and Segal are like the poor man's <laughs> sly and Arnie. Like, like, do you remember Demolition Man? Oh, I love that I movie. I love Demolition him and, Man. Him and Wesley so Snipes. How over the top is Wesley Snipes? Like, sometimes I watch that movie and I'm like, you know what? Make him the Joker. Yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> Did you see the Tommy Wiseau? Yeah. <laughs> Killed the Batman. Ah. Just do it for fun. Have him, like, be one of the goons. Yeah. <laughs> He actually, like, his laugh is pretty good as the Joker. <laughs> For those who don't know, we're talking about Tommy Wiseau, who... Have you seen The Room? Oh, my God, yeah. So he... It's shocking. Oh, it's so good. It's bad. But, yeah, <laughs> they put him in Joker makeup and got him to recite some lines from um, Ledger and Nicholson's Joker. It was the best thing I've ever seen. It was actually, like, a good show reel for him. <laughs> how, has he, how has he done this? Like, I'm I don't know. so confused with how life works that this guy has made it. That's it. It's just like he's done, but I think it's like his passion and drive, regardless of what's happened yeah. to him. I still haven't seen Disaster Artist. Me neither. Really? Yeah, I really, really should watch it because I'm such an avid fan of the room and Franco. And yeah, um, but yeah. I've heard that it touches on that subject that his passion and yeah, that's it. It kind of takes you by surprise because it's not the cookie cutter autobiographical throw stuff in there that didn't happen mm. it's actually like apparently he's from New Orleans yeah apparently <laughs> apparently yeah he was born and bred all American man he's like Johnny all American man Johnny also maybe be vampire <laughs> <laughs> oh hi Rui oh hi um, where the hell did we go we just like went what off on we the biggest about? tangent um, Shazam, Justice League, Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> Wesley. Oh, we're talking about Creed. Oh, Creed. Ryan Coogler. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, Black Panther. Black Panther, yeah. Ryan Coogler, I, I'm pretty sure he said he's definitely doing the second um, unless something happens in between. I think he has to, and Marvel are probably going to throw a lot of money his way <sighs> for a director's fee, and he like he'd expect it now. Because he's made them a lot of money. Oh, he can definitely like push his contract further. Hundred oh, percent. Look how much leverage he has. Well, that's it. But like, he changed the game of Marvel films. He did something so different. He's so smart with what he does. Because if you if you watch, he leaves like little signatures of himself mm. in the movie. Mm. So if someone tries to replicate it for the next movie, or try to be similar to it, it's not going to have the same Ryan Coogler vibe. Because he's the one that comes up with like those crazy like shots. Dude, that completely spinning shot as Killmonger's walking into the throne room. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah. weird is that? Yeah. Like, technically, how yeah. the hell do they do? <laughs> I watched him um, explain there's like a, a thing that Vanity Fair does where they get the director to go through a scene in the movie and explain. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And you know that... Uh, spoilers for anyone that hasn't seen any Black Panther. Cover your ears, people. Well, it's been like two months. So yeah, you've had enough time. Yeah, you've had <laughs> enough time. But if not, just skip uh, five minutes. Um, that scene where they're fighting Ulysses Claw in the in the nightclub, mm -hmm. you know, there's a shot that goes from the ground and then it moves its way up to the balcony. Yes, 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 that yes. That wasn't CGI. That was all done in they one. They stuck. Uh, he's really psychotic for one shot takes. Mm. So with 
Creed, there was a one-shot take with like a, the boxing scene. I think I've spoken about. It yeah, that times. whole boxing match was one. The first one shot round was one shot. Yeah, yeah. And he's done a similar thing with that Ulysses Claw fight, where mm. it, it the battle, the fight is happening on the first floor. But it goes up to the banister. Yeah. So it's, the camera's on a wire. Right. So they stick it on a wire and then they pull it up and then a guy grabs it at, as it comes up and then goes back to handheld oh and my. then goes through the fight. On a steady cam at all, or like, because yeah. I, f- I forget if that shot was smooth or supposed to be shaky cam. There wasn't much shaky cam in. Oh, okay, because I I know which shot you're talking about. I can't remember if it was like a smooth tracker or. I think he's he's normally really good with um, camera shots, mm. and yeah, it's just like whenever I I lose my shit for cin- cinematography and how directors. Same man, it's it, it's crazy. Um, well, this is our first podcast since the Oscars as well. Oh right, yeah. Shape of Water. Shape of Water. I, I still have. To, I still have to see that. Um, the fishy love story. Fishy love story. Um, it looked. It looked beautiful. It's yeah. t- typical Del Toro. Have you seen Pan's Labyrinth? Yes, I have. Oh man, I love that. That's yeah. a great film. That is one of my favorite of his. Like that, he's yes. designed. Yeah. And also Hellboy Two. Hellboy Two is you know great. when they go to that like I forgot what it was called, but that that demonic market. Yeah, 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 area, yeah. You've got all these like demons and creatures, and I was just like, this is so cool. This is so cool. Visually, like whatever he does, practical and it's mm. amazing. And there's like that's why I enjoy the new Star Wars movies so much because they've got that blend. The practical, mm. they try and override the practical to mm. the digital, which is great because it's a you know throwback to the originals. And also, it's convincing, you know. Yeah, because they've started the world with practical stuff, and then they move to CGI. It's very jarring. It is. So if you have, so because you've already established this world that creatures look like mm. puppets, you know, like yeah. Yoda looks like a puppet, then change him to CGI afterwards just because it's more practical, it doesn't work. Yeah. And CGI is so quick to mm. smash out these days. Like, you know, several years ago, like it's not that long ago, films would take ages to be released because of the CGI. Now they're, so, they're just quickly, so quick, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Um, You've got these powerhouses just like working. Like, oh, all these uh, these night, these man. visual effects companies that like because they all they don't just hire one for a movie they hire several. Oh yeah, like people don't know this. Like it's not Marvel that does the CGI. For no, they outsource. Movie. Oh, outsource from everywhere. Like um, one of the local places, Animal Logic works on a lot of They're big. Warner Brothers stuff. They're yeah. so big, mate. So you know Chris Elder, who does my cosplay photography. Mm. His brother animated Groot and Rocket. And he did the opening shot of Volume Two. Yeah, I haven't made that. Um, um, he's in London. That animated um, Slimer from the new Ghostbusters movie. Wow, because that was a great movie. <laughs> yeah, that that was a blockbuster, man. <laughs> you know what? I actually I didn't mind it, and really? I did a review on it, and the hate I got for it. <laughs> really? Oh man, I've never seen a film that left everyone so divided and angry. I think it was. And everyone's like, oh, because it's girls. I'm like, well, you got a problem with yourself first off if you got to say that. Mate. Yeah, that wasn't the issue. My issue was that, not to get too much into politics, my issue was that I was fine with like an all-female all cast. I was mm. like, that's awesome. I thought they were great but together. The jokes in that, that movie were mostly like man-hating jokes. Yeah, yeah, like, that was... <laughs> pretty much all the men in that movie were portrayed as either dumb... Like Hemsworth? Yeah, dumb, a douchebag, mm. or like a non-believer and they don't... Be- like, there was no, like, supportive male... Yeah. Um, I must say, though, Hemsworth did make me laugh. Yeah, he was the funniest part of the Because his improv was, was crazy yeah. good. 
Um, but for the most part, I thought I thought sorry, I thought the four of them worked pretty well together. Yeah. But yeah, it was kind of cringy in some parts. Mm. Um, but I guess like no matter how hard you try, if you try and remake Ghostbusters, it's never going to be the same oh, no. as what no. the crew did back in '84. Um, but it's, Ga- it's one of those untouchable. Don't, don't it is. It. You shouldn't really mess with like it. Back to the Future. Don't touch Back to the Future. Oh, if they did. Oh, <laughs> my God. Now, I'm beyond happy because Gary Oldman finally got an Oscar. Yes, he did. It's only... It's like the Leo DiCaprio scenario. I know. Finally. But even... He was an underdog in that because everyone was talking about Leo. I'm just like... I never realized that Gary Gary Oldman never no. won an Oscar. No, I don't even know if he'd been nominated for an Oscar. Correct me if I'm wrong. He may have been. Um, no, actually, he hasn't. Yeah, I think this was his first nomination. Because usually, when they get up How to does go, that to the, work? I I don't know. Like, you, have you seen True Romance? Yes, he's like he's a chameleon dude. He's crazy. And then obviously Mason Verger in Hannibal. Yeah, Commissioner Gordon's great. Um, but yeah, th- this one I think and um, oh, I forget the Japanese makeup artist who got the Oscar for Darkest Hour who did his makeup. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the, the pair of them they're a powerhouse team like you know you got this great makeup artist and his crew and an amazing actor and i watched it actually a featurette last night on youtube it goes for five minutes of them doing the makeup for gary it's crazy man and they they every time they took the makeup off him they laid it down and they made they had this big silicon pile by the end that weighed 40 kilos so i think he was in the makeup chair he said for a total of 200 hours oh yeah yeah crazy man and the makeup's flawless. Yeah. Absolutely flawless. I was stunned when I saw it. I was like, I can't see a bit of Gary Oldman. No. And the funny thing is, the uh, I, re- I really should learn his name, the, the Japanese makeup artist, he came out of retirement for it. For yeah, I heard about that, Because yeah. Gary Oldman went to him and said, I, you're the only guy that can do this, that can pull it off. And the reason why he retired was he quit makeup being a makeup artist after the Grinch because of how bad Jim Carrey treated everyone. Was the Grinch? He did the Grinch. Like, he did Carrey's makeup. Apparently, Carrie was such a mind screw that he quit. He just didn't do makeup after that. He All came. I heard was that he quit because um, actors it was couldn't, Car- it was couldn't Jim sit still. It was Jim Carrey. Really? Jim Carrey was horrible. I'm starting to hear some things about Jim Carrey. Oh, it's all coming out I now. Love like, it's... I love him. But... That's the thing. I grew up with him, yeah. man. Like Dumb and Dumber, The Mask, Ace Ventura. Yeah, man. And now he's just... He looks like a homeless man. Have you seen the documentary on... Uh... Jim and Andy? Yeah. Oh, it's so cringy. It's scary, man. But in the best way possible. It's amazing to see what an actor will go to, even if he gets into a fist fight. It's a very good someone. like character study on... on like, Because he talks about how... How he he didn't really um, like himself, mm. so he'd become other. It, it, it's easier for him to become other people. That's why he stayed in character as Andy Kaufman. Yeah, because he felt confident as Andy Kaufman. And he just he refused to be called Jim. The fact that like someone like you can convince your brain that you're someone else. That's weird. It's weird. I I'd hate to be inside his head. Well, just... I've heard stories that um, Gary Oldman had to actually have. Um, Lessons to get his old accent back because he started playing too many um, American. Characters. Really? Yeah. So even now, if you what if you listen to him talk, he still has like an American accent. Yeah, I, it's like um, Bale. Bale says some word. Christian Bale says some words in American. Yeah. Well, sometimes he does interviews while he's filming something as an American mm. um, character. He does interviews 
with the American accent. I remember he'd always do it for the press junket for the Dark Knight trilogy because I, I think he didn't want people getting discouraged that a pom was playing Batman. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Look, and yeah. I understand because you know Batman's American, yeah. and um, but you know it's Nolan. Nolan loves his UK-based crew and actors. Yeah, and to me, they do a pretty damn good job. Um, I saw a video of Gary Oldman doing an impression of Robert De Niro. How good was it? He's man? like, I gotta get some screws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does Christopher Walken. He's just—he's so good. But um, he—he yeah, he really deserves it, and it's—it was a long time coming. Yeah, and now Frances McDormand won Best Actress for three Billboards. Mm. I still got to see that. Same. So I'm, I was so happy. Sam Rockwell. Won nominated. Well, oh, he, he won. He won. Yeah, he won right. he Best won. Supporting Actor. Um, he's such an underrated actor. Um, he's really funny too. He is very funny man. I loved him in Charlie's Angels. That's my guilty pleasure he's, movie. He's, um, oh, I forgot the name of the movie, but he's in a really funny movie with Christopher Walken. Oh, right. Um, damn it! I forgot what it's called. People are going to get so annoyed. Is it recent? No, it's not that recent. Oh, okay. It's. I remember him in the Green Mile. He was just like scary in the Green Mile. Um, but he was like his first gig was in the Ninja Turtles movie. Was it in the nineteen ninety one? He plays a thug that works for Shredder. Really? Yeah. He's like, um, anything you guys want, anything you want to do, do it. And the the kids like got any cigarettes? He's like regular or menthol. <laughs> wow, that's like me figuring finding out that Billy Zane was in Back to the Future. It's like. He's so young. Yeah. I'm like, this guy goes on to play the Phantom. (laughs) I loved him as the Phantom. I'm not a fan of the Phantom. Really? I know. It's a a dishonor to Australian culture. It's very, it's a very old. It's very cheesy. Yeah. It's like the kind of swashbuckling. It should have stayed in the thirties. His costume. I wonder if cosplay is him one day. Are you actually? Mm. (laughs) I'm serious, man. I'm serious with the trunks and everything. It's not hard. No, it's not hard. Be a bit um, tight and everything, but <laughs> see how it goes. You're gonna lose a lot of muscle for that one. Oh, no, did you see? He was a rig in that. He, no, he wasn't. Dude, he trained for a year in. <laughs> he's huge in that. Billy Zane, he's a tank in that. They didn't use a muscle suit either because he got that big for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking it's for the Phantom, like. I know. Oh, doesn't give a shit about <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you trained for a year. Three quarters of the world are like, you mean the Phantom of the Opera? Yeah, yeah. they're like, what's the Phantom? And then they watch it and they're like, why is he, he's in bright purple. <laughs> I've watched the Nostalgia Critics review of the Phantom. It's the funniest thing. He's like, why would you wear fucking purple <laughs> in, in the, the jungle? jungle? <laughs> it's so camouflage. He's like... <laughs> He's, he's, he's like, look out, it's the most flamboyant thing I've ever seen. <laughs> like, like I, I get it. it. You have to be, like, dedicated to the role. So if you're going to be any other superhero, but the Phantom, you, the Phantom's not even that ripped in the comic books. Oh, look, he's, he's a bit jacked, but, you know, he's no Batman. <laughs> and it's kind of built around a lie where everyone thinks he's invincible, but it's just the father, the son, the father, the son. <laughs> everyone dies. Yeah, just like... Well, this is just how... That's kind of like how Black Panther works, though. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of like, are you immortal? Mm. Um, Infinity War. Infinity War. Okay, so we got a trailer dropping tomorrow. So, obviously, we've seen all the teaser... Probably tonight, if it's an American... 
Well, yeah, because like, I don't know when their trailers usually drop in the States. So usually by the time I wake up in the morning, it's all over yeah. the net. And there's like, I'll go on Instagram. And I, the only reason I'll know is because everyone's posted screen caps. And I'm like, I've already ruined the trailer for myself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what are your expectations when this film comes out? Jesus Christ. Um, it's that... Look, I'm trying to keep my expectations low, but it's really hard when 10 years... Mm. Like, I was still in high school when the first Avengers came out and they showed Thanos. Yeah. And I was like, who's that? Mm. And I found out and I started reading up on it. And so it's 10 years build up. 10 years since Iron Man 1. Um, yeah, it's kind of hard to not have your expectations high. Especially when you've got this many characters colliding. And yeah. I think... Two hours and 36 minutes, the runtime is. The clocked runtime. I'd watch it for four hours. I'd watch a four hour movie. That's Put why in, they're doing, you know, one and two. Put like, an intermission in between. Yeah, that's it. Um, that's why they've done part one and part two. Um, but it's it, like, it, it's cool to see all the promo stuff coming out now, just seeing more and more, but not to the point where it's going to spoil it. Mm. Um, I do want to see how the Guardians interact with everyone else. I don't think the Guardians are going to be interacting with everyone else in this movie. Obviously with Thor. I think that it's just going to be Thor. Do you reckon? I reckon it's going to be two separate storylines because mm. the way the Russo brothers um, s- explain the movie, they said it's a big heist movie. They've treated it like a heist movie, like Thanos right. is trying to get the, the stones. And the stones are scattered. Mm. So I'm thinking there's going to be a part where... Maybe at the end of the movie, they all join up, but there's going to be two separate scenarios happening where I think Thanos is going to be taking on most of, like, maybe Iron Man might show up with Thor and the Guardians. Well, you've also got Cap, um, Hulk, Black Widow, Bucky in Wakanda. They're doing their own thing in Wakanda. Because, uh, spoiler alert, the um, post-credits scene in Black Panther with Bucky in Wakanda... Um, it all makes sense. So obviously, they're, they're either going to come to his aid or... Have you seen his arm? Yeah, it looks sick. The gold. I love it. So streamlined now. Well, one of one of the these the um, Instagram artists, Ozzy uh, Jackson... Shit, I forgot his last name. Sorry, man. Ozzy Jackson. <laughs> um, he actually does this concept art of what he thinks would happen in Infinity War. Hmm. And he was talking about how Cap's shield or... Um, Winter Soldier's arm would have that shock absorption that Black Panther the had. Vibe. Yeah, yeah, so, like, right. So when it gets hit, it creates like this, and then he can like hit the ground and it creates a shock wave. Right. Okay. Because be obvi- obviously he didn't have his arm it in the post credits as a shield, like for Cap's shield to mm. like absorb shock and then redistribute it back. Well, yeah. The um, the um, the, the, the Wakanda shield or shields I should say that he that has combines into one I think so but from um, they released a cover on Entertainment Weekly of it's, Cap it's got the purple on it it's, it's like it's absorbing a shock mm. so it's obviously going to have the same tech as the Black Panther suits um, which is really cool because he needs a shield you know? he does need a shield get this man a shield <laughs> um, <laughs> sound like Arnie <laughs> get him a shield get him a shield now get to the shield <laughs> Get to Wakanda. <laughs> Wakanda, Wakanda forever. <laughs> Quickly. <laughs> um, yeah, my my hopes are just ridiculously high. But I know I know they're gonna. Have you seen the bleeding edge Iron Man suit? The bleeding edge. It's Iron called Man. the bleeding edge. 
His new Iron Man suit. Like the latest Mark. The latest one. Yeah, it's like the really smooth. It looks like a prototype car. Have you seen the like the things behind it? It's what Spider Man has as well. No, he's got like um because it's a he's supposed to go in space with it. Right. So it's thrusters. Oh right. So he's gonna be fighting in space, dude. He's That's like prepared cool. for this. And then Spider Man's got like Doc Ock arms on the Iron Spider suit. Does he? Yeah. If if you've seen the figures that are coming out now, he's got like the big. So it's the Iron Spider. They've yeah. Confirmed it. Yeah. Yeah, it's Iron Spider Man. You look at the suit, you like that's. You know, it's got stark tech crazy. and plating written all over Actually, it. Actually, now that I remember it, I watched the leaked footage. From oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I think Star-Lord, Doctor Strange, and Iron Man are in a scene together. Right, okay. It's similar to the scene where um, Thanos gives uh, Tony Stark the, the right hook from hell. Oh, that looked brutal. <laughs> Man, what a punch. I don't want to know what his face looks like under that helmet. <sighs> Smush to get hit like that. Yeah. Damn. Jeez, he copped it. Um, yeah. So I mean, like last month they wrapped part two. So I, I don't know what happens from there. Like who's who's wrapped for good? Like who's That's scary? Who's done and dusted? Like and then what happens with phase four? Yeah, I'm excited about it because obviously we've got Black Panther. Yeah, we've got. Well, they've confirmed Black Panther, Spider Man. Yeah. But some of the other ones they haven't confirmed. So there's no new Iron Man movie like who's going to cark it in their contract yeah that's what I want to know um yeah it, it's it's exciting times nerve wracking times but it's like Marvel are going to get their money back mm. and so much more because mm. it's what we've all been waiting for it's what we've all been gearing up for so we knew this was going to happen mm. um I guess it's like you know the Dark Knight Rises it's just like everything's coming to a head mm, yeah so and Thanos I, I love the look of Thanos Thanos looks great, and like, you've got a great actor doing the mocap and the suit. Uh, the sorry, the voice for it. Josh Brolin is on a roll. Yeah, like you know, this man's like Thanos and Cable. Yeah, he's, man, like the <laughs> he's just continued like and Jonah Hex. Don't forget. Oh, Jonah Hex. <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about that. <laughs> Bloody Jonah Hex. Um, but yeah, man, I don't even know when part two is supposed to even come out. Like, I'm guessing like. A year, two years We're from now. We're going to get a cliffhanger at the end of Infinity. Of course we will. It's going to be it, yeah. to be continued. Yeah. Everyone in the movie is going to riot. Yeah. Um, including you and me. Yeah. I'm just going to be like, damn it, man. i got to wait another 10 years for this. <laughs> we just throw our pants at the screen yeah. and run out <laughs> in our undies. <laughs> Don't you hate pants? I rebel. Yeah. <laughs> we set our pants on fire. Just riff for two seconds. With the audience, talk to them. Be sensual. Oh, be sensual. Yeah. Um, right, okay. I think Rui's going to close the window because there's some construction work going on next door. But yeah, um, I'm actually doing a Nomad cosplay at the moment, Captain Nomad. So the more footage that gets out and the more reference photos that come out make me realize how excited I am to see how Cap is and where he is mentally in this universe. Um, he looks very broken he does look broken he looks like he's been through some shit but he also looks like refreshed yeah he's he like yeah he's kind of like not reinvented himself but he's kind of at peace with himself yeah, if that makes sense like a like gandalf the white like, yeah yeah that's it he's come back from you know he's gone gray to white or in this case you know he's just beard and white to gray white to gray <laughs> exactly um because i actually saw a set video yesterday of him and scarlett johansson he's in costume sitting there with all these nomad stuff on he looks great mm. i love it yeah that's um, one of my favorite costumes now i'm so happy that they just went a different route from the boy scout look yeah 
So well, after the Civil War, how can he be a Boy Scout? Like he's he screwed up. <laughs> he's fought his friends. Yeah, he, like um, everyone's against him now. Yeah, he kind of he's gone from being the American hero to the American villain. That's know? it, the yeah. great American villain. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. Anything else you uh, want to say about Infinity War? Like anything else? I'm, there's a lot that they haven't shown and mm. also we have no idea where the soul stone is I thought it'd be yeah. shown in Black Panther but now the Heimdall theory is actually making a lot of sense yeah he's, he's got he's got it man that's him that may be the big cliffhanger he's still around yeah like yeah. everyone else perished mm. in Thor Ragnarok mm. who do you think will uh, die in this one? Oh, dude I don't oh. It's a big call. I'm thinking possibly Cap. Really? Cap or Bucky, both. I thought about this the other day. You know who I think? Mm-hmm. Loki. Loki? I have a feeling Loki may Loki sacrifice can, himself. He's going to have a redemption. Yeah, like, you know, you know, clear his name and, and do die. good for once. Yeah, possibly. Asgard's gone. Oh, yeah, Asgard's gone. And, like, he's kind of got this chip on his shoulder. And maybe he has to go out, not with a bang, but... Um, you know, finally do good yeah, without well, having was, to go back to being bad. He was part of that. He felt what it was like to be a hero at the end of Thor Ragnarok because he helped everyone get on the ship and then he stayed on the ship. Mm. And um, I think what's going to happen, my prediction is um, Thanos is going to attack the ship. Yep. And that's when you see that scene of him giving the Tesseract to Thanos because he's forced to. Yep. Um. <clears throat> Who knows, maybe he might die then. Maybe not. Who knows? Have you seen um, Thor's weapon? In the, the, the axe. Thing? The yeah. axe thing. It looks like Groot's made the stem for it. Really? The handle for it. Well, it's the axe, but like with a tree handle wrapped around it, like mm, Groot would maybe. have done something. Because you look at all the publicity stuff, the Hot Toys stuff, all the Hot Toys that are coming out. It's him, Groot, and Rocket. Thor, yeah. Groot, and Rocket. Yeah. So... Um, because that leaked footage, Thor slams into their ship. Yeah, he's floating he in space. Have an eye patch. They probably added that later. Yeah, they added it later for sure because this was way before Thor Ragnarok came out. Right. It's funny. All the action figures that are coming out in Big W and Target, he doesn't have an eye patch. Oh, really? He doesn't have the eye patch. He's got a scar going down his eye, but there's no eye patch. Maybe he gets his eye back. I don't. I just don't know what the heck's going on, but <laughs> I love. I love the eye patch. Yeah, he's like turning into Odin. Yeah, but I love the. I just love you know the short hair, the new suit. Mm. Looks like a badass. Like he always looked like a badass. He but a, it's, he has a new suit again in. Um... He's got so the suit he has in the end credits of Ragnarok is pretty much the same as the one in Infinity War. Yeah. Black. Does he have sleeves? I forgot if he has sleeves. Um. I think both. You know, the scales the scales generate over his arms, possibly. Um, But I love the new suit. The whole crew just looks great. They just, you know, I hope... That's 10 years of world building. Yeah, that's the thing, you know. I've never seen this done before. That's it. And they've, like, gone from strength to strength. And, like, all the Iron Man suits, the Cap suits. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, Have you seen Hawkeye with his mohawk? Yes. Looks badass. so cool. Yeah. I'm annoyed that they missed him out on the uh, entertainment cover. They didn't put him on. Wasn't he? No. Oh man, right. Okay, I I, I didn't look at all Was the Black variants. Yeah, Black Widow's. I think she's sharing it with someone. Cap. I could be wrong. No, Cap's got his own. I did. I do remember seeing Scarlet on the cover. 
they're missing a couple of people. Um, she looks sick. Yeah. Scarlet looks great. Um, I'm really excited just to see where this leads because then we've got Captain Marvel. Yeah, see, that's going to be Captain interesting. Marvel's in between or after? I got no idea, man. I couldn't tell you in terms of the timeline. Because um, we've got Ant Man and the Wasp. Ant Man isn't in this movie. That comes out this year, doesn't it? Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ant Man isn't in this one. He is. I haven't seen him. Really? Yeah. Pretty. I mean, he was in part two. He's really small. Feels filming <laughs> with them in part two with the flashback stuff to the first Avengers. Have you seen that? Oh, do you reckon it's flashback stuff? It's. I, I think it's time travel because they've all got travel. these mechanisms on their hands that look like time travel. So he's they're with Doctor Strange. Could be, yeah, because they've all like they're all in their Avengers One costumes, like the cat, you know, the crappy cap costume from the first Avengers. Yeah. Chris Evans is in that, and they've got all motion capture dots. Even Robert Downey Jr.'s got motion capture dots. Ever, ever since Back to the Future Two, you know, when he goes back to the events of the first movie, mm. how cool! Like, it, I love stuff like that. When Seeing it from another back. point of yes. view, um, or someone else's perspective, or I going, they're going to go through the wormhole. All of them. Yeah, the one that Tony went through and nearly died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. It's just... So <laughs> We're going to be exhausted by the well, end yeah. of these films. Like, mentally... It's... We're going to be spoiled, too. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, Marvel's been very good to us fans. They spoil us, I will tell you that. Um, but, yeah, I think we're in for a real treat. And then I'm going to have to look up when part two comes out because that's just going to be... 2020, isn't it? Probably. Uh, if not, you know end of next year or something like that probably who knows oh May I, I just remember what comes out in May what the Han Solo movie oh I'm not really no no <laughs> no dude I, I'm uh, people are probably gonna be like why but I, look Rogue One was great yeah um but <sighs> have you seen the deleted scenes for Last Jedi I've seen them like I've seen I've seen them on my news feed mm. but I haven't actually watched them it's really cool yeah yeah some of the stuff that they put is really cool is it going to be one of those things where they're going to put it on the blu-ray or yeah it's on the blu-ray okay but it's not like a Zack Snyder cut where they extend them you have to go in and see them individually yeah in the special features right okay right because most of the um, it's just little like extra parts but it's like BVS like does it help explain or no it just adds to it so there's 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 an addition to uh, Luke mourning Han Solo so it goes a bit further into that because um, you didn't really see much of that. No. At all. And uh, there, there's one behind the scenes thing where it got me emotional. It's um, Mark Hamill watching Frank Oz do the puppet work. I saw that. And he oh. tears up and then Frank comes over and gives him a hug because yeah. he didn't know Mark was there. And honestly, like that's one of the scenes in The Last Jedi where I actually cried. It was cool to see Puppet Yoda again. Yeah, Not- Puppet Yoda and then old Luke Skywalker. And I'm like, this, yeah, this, I'm getting like, emotional now. Because there's about. this... Like, you know, it's our childhood, yeah. and then you see him as an old man, and then Yoda being Yoda yeah, again. And then he still calls old Luke young Skywalker. Yeah, exactly. Miss you, I have. Yeah. I was just like, damn, dude, why you gotta do this to me? <laughs> but it was cool to see a non-pixel puppet. Yeah. Um, I think they had to. If they went, they, you know, they've learned from their mistakes with what Lucas did in mm. uh, the prequels some people disagree but let's not get into that no it's a whole nother kettle of fish <laughs> my god that's another podcast in itself oh, probably three. Oh yeah definitely yeah <laughs> episode one two and three i'm a fan just putting that out there uh, what ryan johnson did oh yeah yeah i'm a fan yeah me too i liked it 
Um, I liked The Force Awakens better, mm. but I think that was because of the whole hype surrounding it and the whole cast, the original cast, yeah. majority of them that coming back. Possibly even more hype than Infinity War, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, because it's Star Wars, man. Like yeah, Everyone it's... was losing their mind. Like, I've never seen anything like that. To mm. the point where I... This is the first time I ever felt annoyed about not going opening opening day. I went to the midnight screening. I, I finished work at the airport at 10 o'clock at night and got there at Westfield Miranda near my place at 11.30. And midnight screening, I had two Vs, went home, because I was just on a high from the film, so it was great. Filmed yeah. my review, edited it, uploaded it, what? went to bed, then went to work. You're insane. I'd got it done. <laughs> you did. I got it done, man. But yeah, like the whole cinema, like this is 11.30 night. There are little kids running around dressed up. That's how big of an impact the, these films have had. Star Wars is... Well, Star Wars, without Star Wars, we wouldn't have had half the movies that we have now. Cause, like, it was it was a game changer. It, people drew inspiration from them because it was so different. Guardians of the Galaxy like drew heaps of inspiration from Star Wars. Oh, yeah. But even like the tech behind filmmaking. Oh yeah, that well, Pixar wouldn't have come out. Pixar, you got you know Lucas had to create industrial light and magic. Yeah, and they're they're like the leader. They're yeah, they're pretty much like anything that looks good on movie. It's probably industrial light mm. that's, that's worked on it. God, imagine if we got to go to Skywalker Ranch, where they have all the props and the miniatures in the arc. <laughs> now have I told you the story about when I went to Disney World in Paris and I saw a full sky like. What X-wing? You've just... been to Euro Disney? Yeah, me too. In Paris? Yeah, really? Yeah, when I was little. Oh, I was a grown man. A grown, <laughs> grown man, child. I, I didn't look like a grown man. I'll tell you what. I, I was. I ran to that that X-wing and oh, just like, so cool. lost a pop. But that wasn't even like a legit. Like if I had. But it's still an X-wing. If I was, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> if I got a chance to walk in the set mm. of the Millennium Falcon, and walk through those halls. I'll, I I wouldn't make it out. I'd cry. I would 100% cry. If I'd, I sat in the, the chair... <laughs> I'd oh, pass out. I would, I would, yeah, you just black out. Like. <laughs> you wake up in the hospital and you're like, is this the Falcon? What, what happened? <laughs> this, I had the craziest dream. It's like, this isn't the Millennium Falcon. You wake up and Chewie's got like a, a wet towel over your head. <laughs> cold, com- <laughs> cold compress. He's got a nurse's outfit on. Like, what's happening? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, man. Infinity War. Infinity War, Star Wars, Shazam, Black Panther, the Oscars. It's a it's a good time to be a geek. I'm it's a good time to be alive, man. Very good time to be seeing alive. all this crazy stuff. Like, I was thinking about this today um, with Warner Brothers. You know how they, like, kind of rushed it to match Marvel? Yep. I was thinking, like, if Infinity War was so close... Alright. Why not do that? Because after Infinity War, people will probably jump to Warner Brothers and watch a similar thing happen on Warner Brothers end. So you're saying if they had to taken more time and care with Justice League yeah. and strategically release it after Infinity after War. Infinity yeah, like yeah. a couple of months. Yeah. Yeah. Not I- even a couple of months, probably like the year after, people would be like, Alright, yeah, this is like starting like Justice League being the Avengers and they're like alright we're in for this roller coaster now you get more invested into that it that other ride has ended because there's no competition anymore exactly well even though that there's still part 2 and phase 4 still oh, yeah 
after that, we we don't know who the main bad guy is, who the big bad guy is. No. Um, and then you hear, like, you know, Kevin Smith, like you said, say that, you know, he spoke to someone in the audience that said Darkseid was in... They originally oh, had Darkseid in the Avengers, and she goes, I got to see him with my own eyes, what he looked like. In Justice League. In Justice League, sorry. <laughs> see, I'm comparing. It's crossover, man. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. <laughs> it's funny, they, when they interviewed all the cast for Justice League, they're like, what would you say about, you know, doing a Marvel DC crossover? And they're like, hell yeah, all for it. Imagine that. Imagine the rage. Oh, God. oh I'd say. Imagine the fight scene between Cap and Batman. Oh, Again, the nutsacks would be handed to would one just, another. I would just be like, what, what's happening? It'd be like Deathstroke versus Batman. Look, uh, if I ever become a millionaire one day, and this is very hypothetical. <laughs> you become Batman? <laughs> no, because I have a really bad feeling about Affleck and Maginello's future. Uh, not okay. on their behalf, but on Warner Brothers' behalf. Yeah. I would make sure that I could fund... A fight scene between those two. Yeah. Fun the whole thing, costumes, everything, just so us fanboys can die happy. Like a, but like it's a boxing match. Yeah. <laughs> <The> <laughs> costume with the gloves, but. <laughs> you know, Maginello would win because he's got that big, thick carbon fiber helmet. Hey, you don't know, man. Ben Affleck's from Boston. Oh. He's Kick a, your ass. He's a rough fighter. <laughs> oh man, we've been going for ages. This is good. This is. Uh, we're on 49 minutes now. Oh, wow. Yeah. There you go. People want it to be longer, so... That's what she said? <laughs> <laughs> so, I've got... Um, I had an idea for the... Because um, um, I'm heading to Melbourne for Supernova. Yep. I might film a podcast with the boys in the car while we're driving. You should. <laughs> you totally should. Imagine the banter. Oh, it's uh, that's what I'm worried about. <laughs> well, don't be worried about that, man. God, imagine the laughs. It's all natural. Oh, Not to say that this isn't natural, but you oh, know, this is very natural. It, it's it's boy banter in a car on a road trip. Yeah, like that is just banter 101. Yeah, I'm just worried about like some of the stuff we say is. Oh look, it's like the stuff that we say off off this. Where Chris and I, we're pretty crude. Oh, we're very crude. But you know what? You, you gotta be. You gotta yeah. have a warp sense of humor. hundred oh, percent. If you don't have a warp sense of humor, if you're not, this you know, life will punish you if you don't have. A warp well, that's sense it. If if you're bloody high strung and uptight about it, you yeah. can have a bad time. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's it. Humor saves everything. But yeah, because you're planning to do a podcast or a couple of podcasts down there at the event, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm, I still haven't. Um, there's a couple of special guests that I'm not going to say yet. Yep. That I'm planning on getting. On the podcast, yeah. So that should be whilst good. being down there. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Whilst being down there. Yeah. Um, to be good, like from what I'm obviously I'm not going to say names because that's um you know keep that a surprise. But you've got artists, you've got cosplayers, you've all walks of life, which is great. Down there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'd love to have a chat with. Mm, I want Cameron on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Actually, I had a um uh, phone call with him this week, so he's been beavering away on his Batman Beyond suit, the Robin mm. suit, the Robin suit, the Robin suit. Great. Um, but yeah, he like it's just he, his knowledge on everything. He just it covers every medium of construction. Whether when it comes to costuming, the guy's just all self-taught and. He's like doing the leather work himself. He and... does. He does the leather work. He does the sewing. He does everything. And this dude's like you know, he's a beast, man. for the most part, just been a mechanic. And he does this. You know, he did this in his spare time, and then he sent me all those pirate Batman. That, that whole you know arsenal that's mm. how we became friends I called him one day and 
to thank him and it ended up being a three hour conversation um and we still have three hour conversations mm-hmm. yeah almost so. like this one yeah <laughs> talk and dribble this, this podcast won't be three hours this podcast is sponsored by uh, banter <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by three hour talks with mates yeah <laughs> But yeah, um, Melbourne is coming up soon. I'm excited about that. I've got a lot of prints coming out. Um, what are you working on at the moment? A lot of stuff that I can't say. Oh. Actually, I have to tell you off off the podcast because I haven't really told you yet. Oh, okay. There's something special happening. I'm a bit nervous. Yeah. Um, Patreon, I, I think by the time this podcast comes out, my Patreon would have been launched. So Perfect. That's where you guys can support. My so what stuff. are you um what's your, your your what are you offering well i've mixed it with um art and youtube so it's both of them because i feel like they go hand in hand mm. so um it, it's just the, the usual stuff you get artworks before i post them on instagram so you get the first look at it um you get process shots so the further down you go one of the rewards which i think if you're an artist that actually um an, an aspiring artist you um I'll sit down with you like on Skype or Discord or something and we'll go through one of your artworks and I can tell you what you can improve and how like uh, we'll, we'll go through your artworks and you'll if you need to ask me a couple questions on like well how do I get better at this or how do I work on this or how do I practice this like I'm, I'm it's a fantastic I'm idea helping, yeah. that's good it's just, and especially when it's personal and one-on-one yeah um, people would appreciate that a lot well, more. Well, if people are going to be supporting me on Patreon, then I'll, like, I, I need to give back to them. That's it. And that's what it's all about. You know, God, there's such a such a stigma with mm. Patreon. But if you're if you're smart about it and you actually put the put the effort in and the care for people yeah. that you know support you, yeah, it's it's it'll be great. Well, it's to support the the creators. Like, like YouTube isn't the best. No, it, it definitely isn't. Um, you know, I heard something very so relatable because you know there are times when you know I I have my loved ones tell me that you should you really need to get a full time job. I get that too, and it burns, doesn't it? It, it does, and I understand where they're coming mm. from because they they mean it with love because yeah. they care. But at the same time, when we were in school, there was no real class for us exactly, and what we want to do exactly. You know, I I I, I admire the people who know exactly what they want to do even before they finish high school you know to go to uni and get a job mm. you know they've got it all set up you know granted it is stressful yeah through those years 100%. but you know at the end of it you come out with you know an education and a degree and all that but there's no real degree for what you know, it's a bit harder for us it's a, it's, it's harder for us because it, it's pretty much it's not it, it's knowledge but it's also hard work it because is. you've got so many other people doing the same thing, trying to make themselves known, and um, standing out from the crowd. Yeah, so you've got to stand out from the crowd, and I feel like the only way you can do that is pretty much by um, being yourself and being that sort of character to yourself. Like, That's it. like you can't be the next Jim Lee. You have to be the next, the next. Got to be the next Rui. Yeah. So, yeah. That, like, look at my. Um, for those who can't see, this is my iPhone. Six well, rules to success by ah oh, yeah yeah so you know trust yourself break some rules don't be afraid to fail ignore the naysayers work like hell and give something back. I use one of those uh, rules of him on my unspoken tutorial about failure. But that's the thing, like, like you have to fail. 
if you don't fail, you're not doing it exactly. right. Exactly. Um, but you've got to keep working hard and that, that sort of stuff. But and you got to find all these avenues. And if you guys really support artists, um, the best way that you can support them is like by the, like you've got a, a coffee thing, a Kofi, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. Where people can donate to you. Like I'm sure it's that a little bit. It's a little bit. You know, a little bit goes a long way. It does exactly. Stuff. Like if you support your artist, I would 100. percent um, donate like I do that too I've got Patreon I donate to about not donate I support three to four artists mm. actually four artists I support them on thing and most of the time I don't even like I look at the rewards but I don't use them I've just chosen it but you're like, just happy to just I'm throw just some, money some, some money like it's 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 a small subscription like like I used to pay like 30 bucks every three months to play World of Warcraft mm. I don't play World of Warcraft anymore, so I might as well put that money into. Did your mum take away your subscription? Yeah. Was it all filmed for YouTube? I tried to stick a TV remote up. (laughs) I was gonna say that. (laughs) I hope you got that reference. Oh my god. Are you serious? What are you freaking doing? I love those kids. But yeah, look, it's it's, you know, I. That's why I, ha- I don't only have YouTube, I have Etsy. That's my, my other source mm. of income. And at the moment, it's, it's doing very well, but it's not steady. Yeah. You know, you can't predict these things. You can't. So that's why I'm always trying to find stuff to, you know, that, that, that I can put up on Etsy that people would like or people yeah, exactly. would dig and, you know, try and make it affordable. Mm. And, you know, it is, it can be tedious work sometimes to create the stuff that I do, but... I'm very thankful and happy to be where I am. So it's yeah, you feel like a chore. No, that's it. They're fun to make. That's why I try and make it affordable, but also covering my own back. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Because you know the materials aren't cheap. Exactly. It's a specialty thing, Mm. Um, and I get it. That's why there's such a premium on these things that I do, and you know, art supplies for you, like the specialty stuff. Yeah. It's crazy. Special specialty pens and it does eventually add up, like all the printing, like because mm. I've got to judge how many people would buy the artwork, but not over judge because then I'm left with, like the first time I did a convention, I was so excited that I overprinted by like <laughs> three times as much as I sold. We've so all I've, done that. I've still got prints from the first convention. So do I. Like we've all we've all done that. It's yeah. because you you just you can't gauge until you do a, a few of these yeah. things. Just like Patreon and any like like the Kofi thing, it just helps out extra. And I think, yeah, if you it all adds up. If you guys enjoy the stuff that we do, I one hundred percent say support us. And yeah, because we put more content out that way. That's it. It help. It, it it inspires us as well. Yeah, it makes us realize that we're, we're not right wasting. Yeah, we're not. We're not. We're on the right path. We're not wasting our time. Um, and it never should get to, you know, feeling like you're wasting your time because this is this is your thing. You know exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, so, yeah like I've got YouTube, um, Supernovas coming up next month. Mm-hmm. What about you, man? Um, I honestly don't think I can make it down to Melbourne, unfortunately, because Melbourne is my favorite convention environment. Really? Yeah, the crowd is just amazing. And it's Melbourne, man. I, I, I love Melbourne. Melbourne's yeah, just great. Oh, right. Oh, you're in for a, <laughs> an amazing shock, like the best shock ever. Um, yeah. yeah, the... the, like, the the crowd down there is great. The cosplay scene down there is fantastic. It's just, it's very easygoing, mm. like Melbourne. Yeah. Um, 
and the city prides themselves on their comic book shops. They've got so many, and they're so great. They smell like grandpa. It's, <laughs> it's really, really cool. And, like, you can just get lost in Melbourne and not feel unsafe. Oh, nice. It's really good, man. So you'll have a very good time. Yeah. But upcoming, I've got the Gold Coast. That's right. I've got the Gold Coast Superhero Weekend at the end of next month, which is also... Supernova. Supernova. In Coots, Supernova. That's what Nomad's yeah. for. Um, and then, obviously, Sydney... Supernova, Sydney, Sydney Supernova. that's yeah, the big one. That's, that's the one June. That, yeah, June. So that's going to be probably. That's our OG. That's our OG, man. That's that's it. That's that's where that, we met. That's too. where we met. I've actually got to post that photo as a throwback. <laughs> um, of you looking like a construction worker in your fluoros and your scarf. I was Nathan Drake, yeah, but with a fluoro vest. Yeah. <laughs> your safety Drake. Your safety Drake. <laughs> it's like the older years when he's a bit more cautious. Yeah. Um, We're gonna get through the jungle carefully, guys. There's exactly. All those around. <laughs> These guys with guns. This is uh, this is uncharted. Oh People won't shoot us if we have a safety vest. That's it. Exactly. Um, yeah, and then after that, um, Oz Comic Con. I can't remember if I put my application in Oz Comic Con. I think I did. You should probably get on that. Yeah. Is it one of those things where you should be doing it now? Like, do you have to get in really early? No. That's alright. They go through a screening process, and I I barely made it last year. Well, didn't you not make it last year? I and then didn't make like... it, and then I was on the waiting list, and someone pulled out, and they were like, hey, do you want to come in? And That's then it ended up said. being one of my fav... <laughs> I'm sorry. But yeah, that... like that being one of my favorite conventions. Remember, it was home base. Yeah, it was crazy. It was, yeah, nuts. Absolutely nuts. So hopefully... Well, I know it'll happen again for Supernova. Oh, Supernova Sydney's going to be nuts. We've got two tables, so we've got space for you guys. Oh, time. man. That's so awesome. Instead of you guys just standing. Oh, I don't mind standing. I... I'd rather stand. I can't exactly sit in these costumes. True. Um, so I think it's going to be... Oh, I've got another thing. What? I've officially started the Night Pirate Nightwing. That's right. You've been sending me snippets of costumes and facial hair tests. It's mostly like... <laughs> it's mostly like... Does this look good? Is this is this trustworthy? Do you think this will come out good? Like oh, It will, yeah. And like that, that duster coat that you sent me, mm. which, you know, obviously it's people can't... Costume. It's not just the coat. Oh, right. So okay. I'll, I'll pick stuff out of it. And just kind of Frankenstein it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. You gotta keep the uh swashbuckling moustache. Oh, hundred percent. I think actually the moustache and the goatee. Yeah. Yes. Cause yeah. it's like a musketeer. I'm gonna I'm gonna grow the, the um sideburns. Sideburns oh. a bit further down. Nice. Yeah. Yep. It's gonna it's gonna be like Nightwing Musketeer. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, he's very like swashbuckling but suave. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. a boss. I was just thinking like you're like you went the super gritty route with Batman, and I was like, what would Nightwing do? Like Nightwing wouldn't go that gritty route because mm. the gritty route is like it, there's a reason why he became Nightwing. Yeah. So I was like, all right, so I'll I'll try to complement Chris's gritty with like a suave sort mm. of like swashbuckling thing. Like he's still fucked up, but but it's like you you know Nightwing and Batman are complete opposites mm. personality wise. Yeah. So obviously that's why not, your Nightwing's going to be a bit more. Yeah. Clean cut. Yeah. Um, I saw my version one cow. I saw. Yeah. Part of that. Yeah. Oh, look, if you guys could see his face right now, he looks. Um, looks like he's just sent his kid off to school for the. First yeah, day. yeah, I did. Like the good thing is he's in South Australia now. South Australia. Um, 
you know, I'm kind of glad he didn't go over the pond. It's kind of nice to know that it's still in the country. Over the pond. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Like, I, I, I brought that thing into work when I was still working at Qantas to stitch it. and Really? Yeah, I was in a shed, in a tin shed out on the tarmac. When I was that, that was my job to run paperwork out, and I'd bring I'd, I used to bring molds in and cast stuff up like belt bat fleck belt pieces for clients <laughs> at, at the airport. I had resin and everything in my bag. Um, wow. That was a heavy bag, I'm sure. It was heavy, and like you know, it passed through. It's fine to bring through security. Yeah, it's fine. It's there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing combustible about it. No, no, not yeah. at all. It's just it's, it's just resin. yeah, it's just liquid. It just looks like just liquid. Make the plane heavier. That's it. Yeah, that's it. So if you get it on yourself, you're gonna have a bad time. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I brought the pirate Batman cowl in, and everyone loved it. Everyone that would visit me in the shed tried it on. The engineers loved oh, it. It's awesome. Yeah, and I just, you know that, you know that was my baby. Mm. But there is a you come to a time where there is a lot of stuff sitting around where you know you could find a better home for it and get some pocket money for it. Exactly. So and plus, everyone loves the second child the best. I know from experience. Yeah, my sister is more loved than I. No, I'm joking. I love you, man. It's okay. <laughs> Your sister does put up with you, though. <laughs> she she's a tough cookie. Literally, she'll kick the shit out of you. <laughs> she would. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I felt it was time. For it to move on and it's going to a great bloke he's a lovely bloke so um he's got a great collection as well so he's going to display it with pride and everything it's um, a display piece huh? yeah yeah he says he's going to display it with all these other right. pieces Does it still smell like your sweat you know what because it's resin no no the version two yeah i got to clean that that shit out with baby wipes oh no because it's latex <laughs> Yeah. But I, I, I do I'm I am happy where the version two is. Are now. you throwing any upgrades on the version two or um no, I'm it's pretty good the way I'm, it is. Yeah, I'm pretty happy, man, where it's at. Um granted my hair's getting longer. So for the dreads, you know, there'd be bits of my hair sticking out. That's alright. Well I, I actually had a thought two days ago. Mm. I was at work. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think about this sort of stuff at work. <laughs> I was like, it'd be cool if you're pirate Batman actually put on fake dreads on the cowl so he takes the cowl off and he's got like long hair so it's kind of like that extra bit to conceal the identity yeah Yeah, that's a great because yeah like if i took the cowl off now it looks like a bandana with dreads so it can add to the mystery of who is this man yeah exactly um and yet throws people off when they see bruce wayne in real life in the pirate days without dreadlocks like i can't be him yeah exactly because pirate batman has dreadlocks yeah so none the wiser um, I do want to upgrade the the burn, the facial burn, to mm. an actual prosthetic with a mold so I can inject silicon in and make prosthetics each time because I want to have my whole eyebrow covered up because oh, I always cool. go around it. But if it's a burn, your eyebrows are gone straight yeah. away. It's the first thing to go. Yeah. It's your hair. Um, so I do want to, you know, I might actually do a video on that, on sculpting, molding, and casting these things. Take a mold of your head. I've got it. I've got my live cast. So I've, oh, you do? Yeah, I've got a live cast, We're man. We're talking about taking a mold of my head. Yeah. <laughs> I actually want to take a mold of Laura's head. Um, uh, it'd look, That's be, a video and a half. Yeah, it'd be a fun <laughs> video, man. And, she, and she's always wanted to have one done to display her stuff on it. Yeah. Like, it's a good form to have, and especially if it's something that's custom made to your head, mm. you know, it's best to have something of your head size yeah. or shoulder size. So, yeah, and it's just fun to have around another version of yourself just what you just want watching you in your room oh man it's great the 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 eyes follow you like the mona lisa yours has like the the cap 
cowl on it all the time. Uh, at the moment, it's got the pirate Batman cowl. Ah, okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah. That that helmet kit, the cap helmet kit, that's gone. Gone. Yeah, yeah. I sold it to um, uh, mate of mine, Sam, superhero experience. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. He has that now because they have a cap set, and it was just sitting around collecting dust. Yeah. yeah. And I go, look, dude, this kit's just sitting here if you want it because they were upgrading their cap suit. And they go, oh, we need a helmet. I go, funny that. I've got a urethane kit here with the A and the chin strap. I go, take it. And oh, nice. Sold it to them. So and it looks great. They did a good job. So, yeah, man. You got any upcoming videos? So, I did Captain Without a Country Part 3 yesterday. Right, I haven't seen that one yet. Which is weathering the bodysuit. That was my favorite. It um, looked sick though, like I saw the photo. Thanks, man. Very happy with how that turned out. You know, there's only so much you can work with with these suits um, because they have changed the design of the Nomad suit from the Civil War suit, which doesn't really make sense because no, it's supposed it to be the Civil War suit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, that's what they do. That's, that's, yeah. that's the nature of it. They change costumes all the time. Um, next week, I should be getting... Actually, today, I should be getting the Casey Jones mask from NECA. Ooh. That should be arriving today. So next week is going to be weathering, weathering it and the full reveal. And I want to do a um, forced perception photo with my NECA turtles oh. in, the, in the foreground and me in the background. You're going you're gonna to Lord of the Rings it. Peter yeah, Jackson. exactly. That's it. But with them sort of blurred yeah. with depth of feel. Um, and then after that... Oh, God. I actually want to do a... Um, a tutorial on making a convention safe Negan bat using the same bat that I use for Casey that and rubber barbed wire I, I messaged you saying I thought that was a real bat dude it's it's 58 bucks from Zing but it's the best money you'll ever spend so when, when you like pressed on it I like it was one of those things where you know the pencil wobbling trick yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. I was just like what's happening right now yeah exactly like I remember I came home and I'm walking towards mum with the bat and I started bopping my head and she was like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, it's foam. And she's like, that's crazy. So yeah, I want to do a video on how to construct a convention safe Negan back. they're really cracking down on real bats now. You know now. what though? That's actually really good for you to do because you've got more and more cosplayers coming in and nothing's worse. Like I've seen cosplayers getting turned down mm. from conventions because of the, they're like their main prop. It's the centerpiece of Negan. Yeah. It's what makes Negan Negan. So I'll, uh, what I'm thinking is doing the bat and the barbed wire and the weathering and the, the black circle on yeah. Lucille. Yeah. And then the bonus round is adding Glen brains onto the barbed wire with resin and brain chunks and using right. foam for the brain chunks. Yeah. Um, so that's like a bonus round thing, but it's all convention safe. You know, they've obviously inspected at a convention and realize it's rubber and foam. They're like, yep, fine. Because yeah. a lot of people are, at the moment having unanswered questions be like, what do I do now? Do yeah. I want to do Negan? Or even Harley. Laura's had some trouble with, with her bat. Harley bat. Mm. So this is totally, you know, a, a good opportunity for people cosplaying as Harley. Yeah. Um, or in my case, Casey Jones. Casey Jones, that's right. Yeah. But with conventions, you're not going to be able to take the hockey stick. Either. No, I don't think so. Just the bat. Yeah, but it's better than nothing. No, of course. Um, and it's probably, I'd say it's it's more... It's, you've worked on it more than the, the hockey stick. It's got the pain one and one. Oh, yeah. The, the, the hockey stick. God, the hockey stick took half an hour to do. Yeah. It was more or less waiting for the paint to dry. Um, <laughs> that's true. And then the bat. The bat. I, I took a lot more pride in the bat, which is funny because Casey Jones is a hockey player. Right. Um, and then everyone's like, where's the cricket bat? Where's the golf club? I'm like, you know how much that stuff yeah, weighs yeah, once yeah. it's in that pack? You could probably get a foam cricket bat easily. Oh, but who makes foam cricket bats? It's weird, I always wondered why Casey Jones had a cricket bat out of all things. I love in the first movie how he's like, 
Cricket? <laughs> cricket? Nobody knows about cricket. You gotta know what a crumpet is to understand cricket. Golf clubs, everything. Um, but yeah, man. Anything else you want to talk about? Well, I think that's it. Like people wanted a longer podcast, so we they got it. We we're at we're slowly pushing the the limits on these podcasts. Like we're still working on the artworks and pushing a lot more of my original stuff. That's good, man. People to enjoy. I'm keen to see what top secret stuff you have to tell me once you hit stop. I will will tell you. Okay. In a second. So, guys, thank you so much for listening to the first episode on the Red Unit Inc. First inaugural episode on Red Unit Inc. Man, congratulations! Thank you very much. Fun as always. Just uh, quite frankly, shooting the shit. Yeah. Shooting the poop. We've got the links in the description if you guys want to check those out. I'm currently working on putting podcast on spotify and soundcloud oh, it's actually already on soundcloud i'm uploading it as we speak so yeah uh see you guys next time perfect man thanks for listening guys chat soon